You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Good teams are, are kind of led by the coaches. Great teams are led by the players. And some of those guys that have had a lot of experience for us need to take the next step and, and just give us some great energy, some great leadership. And I want to have fun out there. I want to be demanding. I want to be full speed. I want to get everything we can out of everybody, but I want to have fun too. And football's a fun game. And when you're playing really fast and you know what you're doing, um, once they let us get pads on, we're hitting people. Once that stuff all comes together, that's where the fun comes to me. But we have to feed off each other's energy. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Ron Washett, Nate Klaus. This segment here of the Husker Online Show brought to you by Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill. Make sure you come on in and visit our newly remodeled Lincoln location. Uh, All new TVs, new bar, new chairs, new tables, new floors, new everything. Um, So get on into Tanner's. It is your premier Lincoln Sports Bar, the best wings in town, um, and it is a great place to watch college football action as we gear towards that start of Husker football. Uh, but, guys, you just heard uh, Eric Chenander talking there about just one of the challenges this year, and I teased it coming into the break. Um, there will be no fans, at least regular fans. There might be parents and family members in at these games. We know bands aren't going to be there. Cheerleaders aren't going to be there. Mascots aren't going to be there, at least as of now. Those are the guidelines put out across the Big Ten. Um, It's just going to have a completely different feel. So that's why, and and Robin, you watch a lot of NFL. Nate watches a lot of Major League Baseball. You guys have watched a lot of football, baseball, and empty stadiums all year. And it's been different. And, you know, going on the road, doesn't really have the same challenges that it normally would. Um, but, you know, creating that energy, especially in football, not necessarily baseball, but football, that that's going to be a big thing that teams are going to have to figure out. Well, football, probably as much as any, is such a gladiator sport. You know, I mean, like you feed off that energy of the crowd to where, uh, I mean, it can make the difference in the play. I mean, obviously there's just the crowd noise element of, you know, disrupting the offense, but just the emotional fuel that gives guys, you know, for a big moment in the game uh, to be able to step up and make a play. I mean, that that's why guys play is, is for that rush. And when you eliminate that, that changes the entire dynamic of the game. I don't care. Uh, what level you're at, even if you're the you know bunch of Hall of Famers playing in the NFL, uh, it's it changes it, and you have to really look within yourself, like Eric Janander said, to to find that energy and create your your own juice, so to speak. And for these guys that are going to be taking the field on October 24th, none of them have have gone through this. They've never played a game in front of uh, an, an empty stadium, uh, at least you know basically since they started playing real organized football. So how they handle that will be just as big of a factor as, you know, game planning or anything like that, because whoever is able to kind of compartmentalize what you're doing on the field and maintain that focus uh, and be able to execute despite how weird everything is, uh, is going to be a huge difference. And that's going to separate some teams from others. And, um, you know, with NFL, uh, you, you see guys are able to kind of pull within themselves. And once that ball actually is snapped and kicked off, I think they can kind of default into their their programming where they become football players and you know they they understand what they're supposed to do. College is different though, and it's going to be really interesting to see how much 18 to 22 year olds are able to handle that, you know, totally uh brand new element that no one before them has had to do. Well, I, I know I'm eager to to see that. And we've I mean just on a in a normal year, you can tell the difference between 
you know, a, a seven o'clock night game and an 11 o'clock kick in, in the, and how the players are, are acting. I mean, there's a buzz in a night game, right? And, and it seems like the energy level of the players prior to, to uh, the tunnel walk and everything during warmups, everyone's got a little extra juice. And, and in those, some of those, you know, sleepy 11 a.m. kickoffs, you know, sometimes it seems like players are kind of dragging through warm-ups and, and maybe there isn't a whole lot of energy. Crowds get there late. Yeah, crowd. Yeah, the crowd gets there, you know, right before kickoff, whereas in a night game, I mean, they've, they've got the stadium packed, you know, an hour before the kickoff. So, um, you know, there's a difference in a normal year. Now, take all that away, and, and you're right. I mean, they're going to have to find – that motivation or, or, or extra focus to, to really kind of to get that uh, energy level up and, and to kind of maintain that because there aren't going to be those crazy swings that a, that a crowd can kind of kind of give you and energize you with. And I'll be curious what Nebraska does like as far as built in bells and whistles as far as crowd noise and what you're allowed to do. Um, can you create crowd noise to disrupt a defense? I mean, I know in the NFL it doesn't seem uh, like you, you see teams doing that as far as like loud noise. I mean, the cadences, that, that's one thing when you watch a pro game right now, um, those quarterback cadences are unreal. And you're seeing a lot more offsides penalties because of the cadence, especially for visiting teams where typically a visiting team might have to be on a silent count. Yeah. I don't really know what even NFL teams are able to do as far as like pre-snap. Obviously it seems like the crowd noise is pumped in like reactionary where, you know, they wait till the end of the play to either put a, and it's pretty bad sometimes a murmur or a cheer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if you're Stand in some cases out. like the Eagles, they'll uh, pump in uh, booze to boo their own team off yeah. the field. I mean, so that's, <laughs> we'll see if Nebraska does that, but I'd imagine they can still, you know, play music, you know, hopefully we can hear some stand up and shout on a key, <laughs> key third down. Mm. Totally kidding on that. Uh, but you know, I mean, it's going to be some, something where there's, there's going to be, some noise but when it comes down to it you know on those pre-snap plays uh it's going to be totally different than anything they've ever experienced well yeah and you're not even going to have you know the band playing uh, i mean that's that alone i think is going to be a little bit different and i i'd kind of i'd prepared myself to that i wasn't going to hear stand up and shout this year so <laughs> if they do end up playing it um this might be like the one season that i would actually you know kind of like to hear that I wonder um, if they'll try. Remember that Irish anthem think song that? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, like Killigans. Yeah, it had wealth. It, it had good thought behind it, but Nebra- I like it. Nebraska fans to to actually sing and follow the words on the screen right. to a tune that they're not familiar with. Yeah, Nebraska's been trying to find like a third quarter, fourth quarter break song. Remember they. <laughs> It was, uh, let me clear my throat. They brought for that a guy while. in for the concert. Yeah. Remember, they brought him in for the. It was probably the first concert that guy did in like 10 years. And he came, <laughs> he did one at, at the fan day or whatever. A bunch of students watching him that weren't even born when that song came out. Yeah. Yeah. So they, I mean, <laughs> they've had good intentions and, you know, brief moments of coolness, but that's still a work in progress. Yeah, Nebraska fans are really good at carrying on traditions. I don't know how good they are actually starting <laughs> new traditions. <laughs> because you're right. I mean, they've been trying to, to find something that works and something that kind of catches on. And when you try to do something new inside Memorial Stadium, it's like everyone's like, what? What's going on? What is this? There's a level of seriousness and kind of stiffness 
and stress at a Nebraska game that no a Nebraska doubt. fan experiences where when you go to like Minnesota or Wisconsin the party, yeah, <laughs> was not even watching the game completely. <laughs> Wisconsin is unlike any place as far as the crowd engagement and right. the way they can sing. And I mean, literally sing like hardened songs and get them like the killer song from the killers or whoever. Sweet Caroline. Remember um, when they brought Lee Greenwood in to sing the national anthem? I do. That was post nine yeah. eleven. That that was um, that's like the only time they've had a guest national anthem singer because the band typically didn't they have that kid uh, the yodeler the, yeah the yodeler kid that was for spring games. oh okay that's the band right. yep. yeah because yeah. the the national anthem is part of the band's that's right um, show yeah. and gotcha. so that's untouchable like you can't you can't uh, put in a special singer for the band but. Yeah, it will be interesting to see just how they can make this look better because it's not going to be easy. Um, and I, I'll be curious too, guys, if there's just going to be people kind of milling around and walking around the oh, grounds, peeking in the fence. And now, there's no tailgating on campus, so you have to go across the the street or whatever. So all your your typical right around the stadium lots, those will be empty. But I, people are going to walk around, try to have as much of a game day experience as they can. I'm sure they'll go, go to a bar, go to the bars, walk around the stadium, but won't be any food to eat. I would be shocked like that. if there weren't some sort of tailgates or some sort of gatherings taking place oh, on, on, underneath the overpass yes. on the 180 as Under you come in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's going to, there's definitely going to be people. The Journal Star lot, I'm sure. Exactly. There's there's going to be people around. If the city allows it. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many, but I guarantee you there's going to be people milling around and, and people out there for sure. It's going to be a good year to have an office in Old Father Hall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no go. kidding. Yeah. Those top-level office guys, they, they'll they be able to watch right from out there. Like rent that out if you have an office in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make a little money on the well, side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little black market deal there. All right. Well, when we come back, uh, we are going to shift to Nebraska basketball. Rob, I had a chance to catch up with a few players this week. Uh, we'll hear more on that and details about the tournament that will take place in Lincoln. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.